Hello, everyone, and welcome to Emerging Trends in Higher Ed. My name is Samantha Wilcox, and I'm your moderator for this podcast series. Joining us today is Aura Pukovnik, professor in the JFK School of Law at North Central University. Thank you so much for spending some time with us today, Aura. My pleasure. Excellent. Well, today we're going to be discussing the housing clinic um, at the JFK School of Law at MCU. Um, and want to go over just a few questions. I'm really curious about it. Um, so if it's okay with you, we'll jump right in. I'm ready. Um, can you tell us what the housing clinic is um, and what you do for them? Sure. So the housing advocacy clinic is a uh, program with, um, I would say, two missions. One is to educate our law students so that they get real life experience that they don't just have an academic relationship with the material and have their first clients when they graduate be guinea pigs but actually while in law school they can be certified by the state bar of california to actually represent clients and provide full services to our clients the same as an attorney could do so they're fully educated on all aspects of what it means to work with live clients so that's a huge purpose of the program is to give that learning experience to train up our students Um, But the companion goal is to provide a significant community service that's completely in sync with the mission of JFK at NCU. Housing is a basic human necessity, and particularly in the current uh, climate we're in post-COVID, people are struggling just to keep a roof over their heads, and our students are able to feel really good about the service that they provide, knowing that they help clients in crisis meet a need. So fulfilling those two goals has always been a purpose of our clinic. I love that so much. Uh, Definitely mission aligned um, and such an incredible opportunity for our students. Now, how is the School of Law Housing Clinic part of the overall school or the program uh, itself? So it works very nicely with the full program, particularly, as I said, because it's very mission driven and because all of our students are required at At JFK and CU, uh, there's a requirement that all students do at least one unit of community service public interest law. That's a graduate requirement, and they could fulfill that through a variety of internships or programs. But one way they can meet that requirement is through participation in our housing advocacy clinic. Uh, It more than exceeds that requirement because it's a three-unit program, and it is a a full course so that there is a, a... academic component as well as the service component that's a part of the the coursework. Uh, Because it's an online program, they can take the uh, online DT2L material to learn the material in terms of the black letter law. But there's also a uh, synchronous requirement so that we can meet with each other as we participate in the clinic and talk through what it's like to have this live client experience. Such a cool opportunity. Um, Can you tell us some of the success stories from students working at the clinic? Oh, absolutely. So the the clinic has several components to it. Uh, All of the students who participate in the clinic are responsible for staffing a hotline where every day for two hours, we provide advice and counseling information and referral services to low income tenants throughout the area. And under the supervision of the clinic director, uh, each student staffs that hotline and provides this information. So clients in immediate need will receive that hands-on assistance. 
and have had great just comfort just getting that information because information is a tool that even when you're giving people bad news that they're finding it extremely helpful. And then from those phone calls and from those interactions and also from some relationships we've developed over time with a number of local agencies, uh, we also do full scope representation for a handful of cases each semester. So each student will do between three and five full scope cases where we absolutely, we, we, we file the case group from beginning to end and have had a number of success stories where we've maintained housing for our clients. Uh, we've taken some cases all the way up through appeal. We recently had a court of appeals decision on a case that's been with our clinic for many years and was favorably decided. So it helps that client and it also helps some precedent for clients who will find themselves in a similar position. Oh, I love it so much. Um, any other success stories from the public receiving the service? I know we talked a bit about the students, but um, what about the public getting those services? Oh, absolutely. So we it, we are a referral source for a number of agencies that have nowhere else to send their clients. We work very closely with a lot of on-site places in the Contra Costa area where we were originally based, but we've spread that out now that we're working remotely to a greater area. Um, I could give some examples of some clients that we worked with. We had a client who lives in Contra Costa County and came to us through a an appearance that we did at one of these remote clinics uh, where she was being evicted in retaliation for her advocating for herself and some of her neighbors. She had the outrageous need to ask that her refrigerator be fixed and in response to that, her landlord was evicting her. She could have stayed and fought that eviction, but she chose to relocate and our client helped, our clinic helped her do that. And then not willing to drop the matter, her landlord withheld her security deposit. Now, the amount in controversy sounds very small to people, but we're talking about very low-income marginalized populations who just struggle. And for her to have to relocate to new housing and, and have money that was hers retained by her landlord was extremely outrageous and unfair. So with the help of our trained students, she was counseled on how to go to small claims court, and she received a favorable judgment. She not only recovered her full deposit, but a penalty for a finding that it was being withheld in bad faith. Even after that, the landlord refused to return the deposit and did a small claims appeal, which was his right. At the appeal stage, we're allowed to actually come as attorney advocates and represent the client. So our student had the experience of actually going to court and doing a trial. And our client had the comfort of knowing that we would be there with her. And we were able to prevail at the small claims appeal and once again, recover her deposit. And once again, the landlord delayed and refused to provide the money that the court had ordered him to return. And so our students learned how to be collectors and we engaged in the collection process. We leaned his real property. We were looking into collecting off of the rental income from his other tenants in the building and he saw the light and fully paid our client all the money that was owed to her. So it had a very happy ending for her and our students were able to learn a great deal from working on that case. Oh, it sounds that way. It sounds that way. And really, I mean, doing the right thing for the right reason, right? That's that's so cool. What a great story. Now, um, I know listening to this, I'm sure we have a lot of students saying, how how do we get involved? Um, how can any students interested in vol volunteering for this um, jump in and get involved? So it's a three-unit program that requires the uh, student to have taken certain courses already. Uh, to be prepared. So, so one of the uh, 
things that we ask for students who take part in the housing clinic is that they become certified law students, which again allows them to fully represent a client as if they're an attorney, as long as a supervising attorney is following them around and holding their hand. So to be supervised, you have to have already completed civil procedure and evidence or be taking them concurrently. We also encourage students to have already taken real property. It's not essential, but it will help them do a better job with this clinical experience. So once they have the, that prior experience, uh, we have available uh, uh, online a uh, application form, which the student submits that expresses their interest in participating. They share their resume and a writing sample. And we ask for an essay, which explains their interest in participating. It is somewhat competitive because we could only take between five and six students each semester so that they could get the hands-on supervision that, that this type of a clinic merits. And once they are accepted, then they'll register like for any other class. And it is a three-unit class. Two units are basically the same as any academic program. And the last unit comes from doing approximately 60 hours of actual hands-on work with clients. Well, how incredible. Um, it sounds like just such an awesome program for students to, like you said, get that hands-on experience um, and do some good, which is um, why we're all here. So thank you so much for sharing um, a little bit about uh, the housing clinic with us today. We really appreciate it. It was a pleasure to share. Thank you for your time. Of course. Um, we'll be on the lookout for additional episodes in the coming weeks from others in the NCU community. And until next time, goodbye.